You're listening to Wikisleep, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host, Adrian Sala. Before we begin, I wanted to remind you that Wikisleep is becoming an app. The app will have all the same great content as the podcast, plus much more. There will be ambient brainwave tracks for sleep, new stories and histories, additional narrators and a bunch of other great content, all designed to help you switch off and wind down. To learn more, please visit wikisleep.com where you can also sign up for early and free access. I should also mention that once the app is launched, all the content you find through this podcast will only be available there. So I encourage you to go to wikisleep.com and add yourself to the growing list of listeners already signed up for early access to what I promise will be a fun and effective app. Now, to today's story, which is about Frida Kahlo, a Mexican painter known for her portraits, self-portraits, and works inspired by the nature and artifacts of Mexico. Kahlo drew inspiration from Mexico's popular culture as she employed a naive folk art style to explore questions of identity, post-colonialism, gender, class, and race within Mexican society. Frida Kahlo y Calderón was born in July of 1907 to Guillermo Calo, who was German, and Matilda Calderón y González, who was of Spanish and Mexican descent. She was one of six children, with three sisters, Matilda, Adriana, and Cristina, and two half-sisters from Guillermo's first marriage, Maria Luisa and Margarita. Calo spent most of her childhood and adult life at La Casa Azul in Coyacan in Mexico City, which has since been converted into a public museum. From an early age, she enjoyed artistic expression, filling many notebooks with sketches. Calo described the atmosphere of her childhood home is often very, very sad. Both her parents were often sick and their marriage was devoid of love. Her relationship with her mother was extremely tense with Callow describing her as kind, active and intelligent, but also calculating, cruel and fanatically religious. 
Her father's photography business suffered greatly during the Mexican Revolution as the overthrown government had commissioned works from him and a long civil war limited his number of private clients. When Callow was six years old, she contracted polio, which made her right leg shorter and thinner than the left. The illness forced her to be isolated from her peers for months, and she was later bullied for being behind in her schooling. While the experience made her reclusive, it made her relationship with her father stronger. She credited him for making her childhood marvelous, as he was an immense example to her of tenderness, of work, and above all an understanding for all of her problems. Her father taught her about literature, nature, and philosophy, and encouraged her to play sports to regain her strength, despite the fact that most physical exercise was seen as unsuitable for girls at the time. In 1922, Kala was accepted to the elite National Preparatory School, where she focused on natural sciences with the aim of becoming a physician. The institution had only recently started to admit women, and out of 2,000 students, only 35 were female. While at the school, Callow performed well academically, was a voracious reader, and became deeply immersed and seriously committed to Mexican culture, political activism, and issues of social justice. Her studies, however, were interrupted after she suffered major injuries from a severe bus accident at the age of 18. In the accident, she was impaled with an iron handrail that went through her pelvis, puncturing her abdomen and uterus. She later described the injury as the way a sword pierces a bull. Her spine was broken in three places, her leg was broken in eleven, and her collarbone was shattered. For the rest of her life, she dealt with chronic pain and illness. A friend of Callum's, Andreas Henestrosa, said that Callum would.